Um, so welcome to My Watchers episode 10. Um, I would say year-end edition. Um, <laughs> fortunately, team couldn't be here with us today, but uh, as usual, the show must go on, right? And uh, you can pretty much consider Woody as a, a permanent guest with you at this point. <laughs> um, so yeah, more insights from him for today, right? And as usual, follow him on uh, Watch Addict WT, right? Somewhere here. Cool. Right, and as usual, first things first, wristwatch check, right? So, I think it, I have not revealed this yet, I don't believe so. The last time we talked about it, so it's yeah. like, um, I got another watch, yeah. Yeah. and this is it, right? <laughs> the JLC uh, Reversal Tribute Mono, and I've gone to the, the JLC boutique to swap it out to, uh, not swap it out, to purchase a brown sweat. And my friend here, <laughs> he got one as well. Back from as well. But he did not brought it here today for whatever reason. He's big. Yeah. Me. So yeah, <laughs> you see it next time. But I can promise you, he did bought it. <laughs> so what are you wearing today, Han? I'm wearing the Speedy. Yeah. Uh, on the Uncle Seiko uh, Mexican holster bracelet. Yeah. Uh, it's actually very comfortable compared to like the other Uncle Seiko ones. So nice. Yeah. All right. Highly recommended, <laughs> and I think Woody is about to purchase one sometime soon as well. <laughs> right. And back to the ones that actually got the memo to wear new watches. All right, yeah, Renee, up to you. I'm a spear pressure. <laughs> what do you have? So I'm wearing my 2021 uh, Zenith Chronomaster OG. OG. <laughs> OG. It's called OG. Is this really called OG? Original. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> nice. Original. Nice, nice. Alright, and Woody. I'm wearing the uh, Serica 5303. Um, the dive, first dive watch by this micro brand. Um, and I got it in the left hand side just to add to the quirk. Nice. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, as you can see, clearly Woody and Renee got the memo. And we all were <laughs> the new watches to feature to the podcast today. But, uh, yeah. Hopefully Hans <laughs> understands the assignment next time. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Alright, so um, for today, I think uh, to, to fit like the year-end team and stuff, I think the, the main uh, topic to talk about today is like what are the um, sort of the, the positive and negative for the year, what are the highlights and what are the, um, the scandals you want to talk about or the hoo-hahs you want to talk about and all those things, right? So let's start off with uh, you guys. What we want have the dessert first, or you want to have the? <laughs> let's talk. About, okay, let's talk about positive first. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's have the dessert first. All right. So um, there's lots of things that happen throughout the year. Um, lots of releases, uh, interesting releases, controversial releases, and so on. Um, yeah. So any anything that immediately that resonates like twenty twenty one for you guys. What's the first thing that comes about? Greens. Or the, the the Tiffany blues, or <laughs> yeah. all this like these are the consistent teaming that we see occurring in twenty twenty one. Right, in colors, it's been a, a big hit. Starting with OPs, starting with the the final uh, fifty seven eleven, mm -hmm. um, the yeah. uh, recently the the Patek and Tiffany collaboration yeah. of hundred seventy units for a supposedly final 5711 <laughs> so they pull a ming but um yeah <laughs> so on, on that note maybe we'll start with that for a sec what are you are you guys pro or against 
the uh, the move made by Patek. I've always got that controversial point. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've been quite open about it. Yeah. I think... Um, I, I will caveat up front mm. that Patek actually monetarily doesn't gain anything by doing this, right? But they went on to say when they, early in the year that they would not want to be a one-watch brand by being so associated with a steel nautilus. So they said they'll discontinue it. So that's what the... I think the collector community recognized and I think most of the watch media applauded them because in a way, right, you don't want to walk the path of AP because mm. AP is known as the royal company now. Mm. And a few months down the road, they do a, like a final edition, so to speak, and they release it in green. And it's okay because it's like, you give them a pass on that, right? Mm. It's like one final edition. Yeah. Of course, there was the whole hoo-ha about this gentleman who was able to sell it off for like three, four times. Yeah. Uh, completely unworn, box given and all of that. So you think that was that, the one-off. I think the entire watch media also went gaga over that. Everybody was whacking this guy for selling it. And my point of view is, why did you whack the guy who paid that price for it? But anyway, another controversial. <laughs> uh, let me take a pause, right? Do you guys know that the auction house actually did a screwed up on that? Oh, really? They, in the certificate, they did not blur out his name. Oh. So the guy that actually sold that green 5711, yeah. Uh, you can actually find his details. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's a fake name or what, I don't know, but the details was leaked out. Yeah, but I, what I didn't like was a lot of the social media was hitting, whacking this guy for selling, right? But actually, the way it works is there's a seller and there's a buyer. There's a willing seller and a willing buyer. Mm. Even if he puts it up at auction, right? Who's the fellow who paid that crazy price for that watch to yep. begin with? And the whole watch media was just whacking this one guy who put it on the market, mm. right? And you know... He had no rebuttal, so you have no idea what his backstory is also, right? So never mind. So that was what happened. And then came this. So you started the story by saying that you didn't want to release any more of this. And then you said you didn't want to build up any more hype. Then you release a final edition. And then you release a collaboration edition. Sounds very big to me. <laughs> yeah, so I don't like it, but... It is what it is. It's a brilliant way for branding, for marketing, for people to create the, to get, put an artificial ceiling for the price. So now everyone, when you go out and see a Patek, right, you know mentally that someone has paid six million US dollars for a reg regular limited edition steel watch. And so if you happen to be one of those lucky owners that own a standard Nautilus, one million seems fair now, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. six million for a brand new one that's rare. Mm. Yours can't even be bought anymore. Mm. If you can sell it for a million, that's a fair price. But mm -hmm. that's what it's done to the watch market. Mm -hmm. And I feel that's not right by for a company that's family owned, not even public shareholders to take care of, mm -hmm. right? And you go out to market and say you're not going to build to the hype, you just don't want to buy into the hype anymore, you just want to cool it down. And you do the exact opposite. So, so what, what do you think was the motivation behind this? I think it was an opportunity too good to pass up mm. on um, by Patek to just cash in one last time from a brand cachet perspective mm. to do it on a reasonably seen as a positive as well because it was done for charity right mm -hmm. the way they did mm -hmm. that piece that was on auction was for charity yeah. and it was sort of like a partnership with a brand that they went way mm. back with yeah. as well so I think it was too good an opportunity for them to 
miss out even though they said there's no more mm. regular mm. editions that they're going to come up with but it felt a bit insincere mm-hmm. because explicitly what was told to the watch media was they didn't want to contribute to the hype anymore yeah. and they inevitably did the exact opposite of what they set out to do yeah. so yeah. Well, if, it's, if it was purely for charity then they should have just did that one piece you know what I mean then that would sound more fair mm-hmm. so I'm a bit confused cause but to, to me uh, uh, my assumption is because I'm not sure you guys know Tiffany just recently got acquired by LVMH yes right and explicitly on the case back you can see an mm, LVMH yes. logo and stuff like that yeah. so I think how I mean if I were to to make my assumption this move was initiated by Tiffany right I mean it's time to to really um, get it out there it's like this is where LVMH is taking their step right it's like oh, I'm getting it out I'm going with a bang who else will go with a bang with Patek and like I said, once the opportunity is presented to protect, they say, like, alright, they probably look at the PR guys and say, hey, what are the worst repercussions? People are probably going to make noise, but realistically, six months from now, it's Patek still going to sell? Yep. Yeah. 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 It's, the, it's the sad but, truth. La, right? But do they actually need this? You know, the, 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 the brand name is already there. Um, mm. And, and they're, not, they're not selling it at a higher price or anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm yeah. trying to think, what, 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 what do we really get out of this? It, it makes the brand, the brand, um, I'm not saying image, the brand status even higher. Mm. Yeah. So that's how I think it's, it's the same thing like Supreme and all those things. If you look at it, there's, there's many other models that, that sort of uh, replicate this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it, it's for people that want this, it's sometimes it's not only the brand, it's not only the limited quality, it's sometimes they they how say they they correlate their wants and everything with the price it is. The higher the price it is, the more satisfied that they will feel that they got it. It's like, I got this six yeah. million piece, six million dollars uh, piece, right? Yeah. So I think that's what they got out of it, lah. Do Do you think this is the end of it? <laughs> like, they better like, be that like, they you know they, one I, last hurrah and then another I, last hurrah. I think they have used their remaining chances already, right? I mean, if they do continue on with with any more releases, mm. it probably will not sit right. They can say that has had a history of doing this as well. I mm. think they in the early days of the Nautilus, I think they did the same thing where they had this last run, right? And then a year after that, they re-released it with a whole new movement and all that. But it was exactly the same watch design, uh-huh. so. It is not beyond them to repeat this. Mm. So, and actually, in the early days when people were, when they made the first announcement that they were discontinuing it, a lot of people were just saying that it's going to disappear for one or two years, mm. but it's going to come make a comeback later with right. a new movement and whatever else. Right. So I actually see a Nautilus coming back in some way or form, mm. but okay. probably not in the way or form that we know it. Yeah. Okay. And anyway, they're still selling Nautiluses with the complications. Mm. Yeah. They've even discontinued yeah. that. So I think you will. You just have to wait it out. There's yeah. probably going to be something if, coming. If, I think if there's enough design cue changes or at least something to, to show that you're driving the brand forward in a, in a, in a different way, I think that's, that's good. Yeah. I mean, like, even if they call it a Nautilus, but if there's enough design cue changes or show that sure. you're trying to do something different, I, I, guess. I, think that's, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I guess, but then it, it sort of deviates from the first point of not wanting to sell Nautilus, right? They want to sell all their complication watches, right? Which is all their perpetual calendars and moon phase or whatever. And this will not lead them to that path lah, if they continue to, to sell watches like this. So if you were to take a wager, right? How long do you think they'll wait out before the, the next Nautilus? <laughs> I mean, the next 
date time only or something. How much time do you think you? I think two years. Two years. Yeah. One year maybe. Yeah. I'm actually more with you on that one. Yeah. I think yeah. I think they can't hold off. So I think it's yeah. like one one quiet yeah. year. Mm. Um, so. Maybe a year and a half. So I say twenty twenty three. That means you won't see anything this in twenty twenty two. Maybe twenty twenty three. Yeah, they probably will release something. Right? I don't think they can hold off. Correct. Fair enough. Fair enough. Alright, only time will tell, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But um, talking about Nautilus, I just want to get you guys um, a sense on it, right? Mm. What do you guys think of it, objectively, without looking at the price and everything like that? Is it something, on a first glance, you would want to wear? To me, I would say no. I don't resonate with the design. If you give it to me, and I cannot sell it, I will choose another watch instead. You mean if, if you're able to... Just if someone offer you yeah, yeah, but I cannot sell. Okay. Yeah. But you cannot sell. But I cannot sell. I, I will ask for something. So else. price aside, right? Price yeah, aside. price aside. Yeah, price yeah. aside. Do you, do you find the watch aesthetically speaking to you? I mean, from, from photos, I haven't seen it. Yes. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> from yeah, photos, either. yes. Yeah. Okay. It appeals to me. Oh, really? Because really? okay. I have a soft spot for this gender, right. gender type pieces, okay. right? So, uh, yeah, at least for okay. me, it's... Okay, okay. fair enough, fair enough. But, uh, of course, it's a different story. Once you tried it, mm. how it looks like, how you said, mm, when you tried, tried the Patek's in the real world. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> You said it's it didn't really impress you, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Right now. Yeah. What about you? Huh? No, I the design never really spoke to me, so yeah. so so okay. that's that lah. Um, and and that, and I think that's a good thing. <laughs> to me, yeah, yeah. To me, I just it just feels like a very uncle watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I don't see anything sleek, yeah. modern yeah. or nice about it. I'm sorry, yeah. but it's and I feel that okay, controversial or not, I don't know, but uh, I feel that eighty. 80-90% of people who buy it doesn't care about the design at all. They just mm-hmm. want it because it's okay. a Nautilus. And just because it is. Right. I, I, I've never really liked it myself. Mm. Uh, but I'm contrarian, so... Mm. <laughs> uh, if you ask me if uh, it was a watch on those conditions mm. from Patek, I'm actually more inclined towards one of the perpetual uh, calendars, the more vintage yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think those were really yeah. designed beautifully. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But nothing from them. But if I, if I were to pick something with a gentle design, I'm not even a fan of the Royal Oak so much. Mm. I can recognize that it's done really well. Mm. I would actually pick the watch that's actually not gentle design, but always confused for being gentle design, which is the Vacheron 222. Mm. I actually really like that 222. Mm. Okay. Yeah, the 222 is yeah. a very interesting watch um, mm. that's. People yeah. confused that it was done by Genta, it was never done by, by them. But it was done at the era when mm-hmm. all of this came out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I think price aside, yeah, if you, if, you, if you put me in a Patek store and ask me to choose a watch, I probably will not choose yeah. the Nautilus. If you, if, you, if you give me two choices right now, uh, a Nautilus or Keller Travel, Keller Travel immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Keller Travel. And I, and I wonder yeah. if like, if you know, you, if you live in a world where there's no hype or anything about yeah. this, and you just put people in a store, will they yeah. really buy the Nautilus? You're a focus Patek? group, yeah. if someone yeah. that doesn't know about watches. Nothing about watches. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's why I'm interested in know as well. I might even get the weekly calendar, though. One that they released uh, and still, I, I yeah. felt there's a charm to that one also. Something Fair that they did that. But yeah, not the Nautilus. Mm. Yeah, the only the only sports model that I could accept is the Aquanaut War Timer. Uh-huh. Right, that one. It's uh, I don't know something about that. Um, especially after trying it in person, 
is actually pretty interesting and the, the, the clicks to adjust the hour hand and everything mm. oh. it's it's two buttons I'm not sure you guys know about it so it's like a, it functions like a GMT uh -huh. but instead it's of twisting button. yeah it's uh -huh. button so immediately oh. when you travel let's say you I go see. to uh, like Japan or what one hour you just press and it goes one hour and you press down it reduces one hour right. that quickly right okay I didn't know that so it's, it's, <laughs> it's very intuitive and then you, it has that uh, night and day feature mm -hmm. and then you it yeah it's so normally so there's two hands right so the transparent hand and uh, the main hand the main hand works with the but the clickers right okay. so you normally set it both at your current time now so when you travel you move that time to mm. like plus one or minus one and the transparent hand remains at your own time, yeah. right? So it's it's that design is actually yeah, quite yeah. Yeah. very intuitive. Actually. Yeah. yeah, super super intuitive. I I that to me that is uh, I would sort of put that as a um, you can maybe call it an improved GMT with uh yeah I I would call it that lah. Mm. It's very 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 yeah. nice. Yeah, if I can get one, <laughs> yeah, maybe, and, and, yeah. Yeah. and that's like awesome. innovative design. Right? Yeah. So so that's and functional. Design yeah, for that exactly. Yeah. So. I think if, if, if the brands do something like that and move the brand forward and do interesting things like that, I think it's it's really good for the brand. That, that back to another question though, how many of the buyers actually gives a fuck about it? It's like only well, the ones like us is probably well probably the one percent, you know, if you if you look at true. it. Yeah. yeah. That's true. And most of the people just and, care about the brand. And, yeah. and, I mean, and is that thing, right? and is that largely due to the fact that we have a lot of technology in, in today's it, world? Yeah, it is. I mean, to be honest, for example, let's put it in a way. I don't think I think not using it is okay, but not appreciating it is a different thing, right? For example, um, all of us as chronograph, yeah. we don't use it, but we understand it. I mean, you yeah. do sometimes, or right? you do sometimes as well. Yeah. But yeah. okay, I can confess, I don't, right? Mm -hmm. But I at least I appreciate where it yeah. came from, yeah. why it works, and how it works, and so on. Yeah. But if you ask most people. Yeah. You ask people who own Daytonas and so on, they probably don't even know what it does. Right. It's probably too much trouble to So I think that is um that is it's quite sad. La. I yeah. just hope that at least people need to appreciate where this is coming from, yeah. why it's used it and so on. But do you guys think that's the reason why watch brands don't innovate as much? Because because probably. the things that you innovate on will probably be just at the whim of mm. you know, you just open your phone and time mm -hmm. changes when you land in a new country. Mm -hmm. I think the the trouble with not the innovation aspect is also even when they do, it doesn't commercially sell. Yeah. And so that reinforces that it's not required. Mm. So for yeah. example, um, like just use a classic case of a Rolex. I think their most complicated watch is the Sky Dweller, right? Uh -huh. But everybody is buying standard oyster perpetuals in candy colored dust, <laughs> right? That was, that was innovation <laughs> in paint versus one which is arguably a very amazing piece of innovation of the entire calendar there, right? Mm. Uh, on a watch that still looks dressy and, and all of that, but no one really cares. It's, mm -hmm. I want to be seen with a Tiffany blue mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Rolex OP mm -hmm. or a pink one, you know. It's, and when the buyers vote with their wallet and that's what sells out, if you run the brand, yeah. That's what you produce. Yeah. You, you produce what sells. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but innovation doesn't seem to sell at the moment. Yeah. 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 And I mean, at the end of the day, they are running a business now, right? Yeah. So we, we can't exactly fault them yeah. uh, too much. But as a watch enthusiast, we can hope things change somehow. I don't know how, but we can hope. Uh, at least, mm. yeah. But I have and to say that, you know, 
you know, it sounds all negative, but there's one thing that I was reflecting, you know, the question about what would I, a good thing about this year, right? I don't know about you guys, even in our previous podcast, we actually lost track of when certain watches came out and we then realised that everything was this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every, yeah. Actually, just now when you talk about the OP, I was like thinking, is it was that this year? Yeah. Was it this year? Is it not this year? The, the I have a feeling it's not, but because the year started with the Speedy. The first week of January was the 3861. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think the OPs came out. So late last year. Right? Late last year, right? Was it this year? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think. Late but then, late I mean, the, 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 the sub was this year, right? Sub was this year. If sub was this year, then, then oh, the OP was this year. It's, it's this year, it has it's to be. Like, because, yeah, like, what, what else does Rolex release? Yeah, actually, that's true. So yeah. everything was this year. So, yeah. <laughs> actually, we've been. It's almost like there was pent up <laughs> models by all the brands, right? Yeah. And for the pandemic year, everything yeah. came out this year. Mm-hmm. That as watch enthusiasts, you have to admit it was quite a interesting year because we got so many things coming out. So we had all of that. We've so got many the, things that we couldn't buy. So things we couldn't buy as well. Yeah. But I think every brand had had a lot to release this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Omega went with that uh, the the three eight six one. They mm-hmm. did the Chronoscope. They did the uh, yeah. UC Master three hundred. And they did it at different times of the year. It used to yep. be clumped at one event, like Basel yep. World or whatever, yeah. right? But now it's like, the whole year there was something. So as Watch and Do This, actually it's been very entertaining. It's like, yeah. and that's probably one of the reasons why our friend over here couldn't resist himself also, right? It's like, new stuff. It's yeah. like, oh my god, it's so interesting. Yeah, I think probably, probably we'll talk about that as well, Watch Journey in, in 2021. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's another, a whole bunch of sector to cover. Yeah. And I felt yeah. I was never bored this year. I think it was, there was almost something every month that came up. Beat from a micro brand, beat from a big brand, um, yeah. And I think the other thing that was nice was because of all the hype. I think certain watch media, I think shout out to stuff folks like Fratello, right? They are actually making a very conscious effort to highlight other stuff mm-hmm. this year already. And because of that coverage, you suddenly, as a watch enthusiast, you get introduced to stuff you normally don't see. So they're introducing all kinds of uh, micro brands that are trying to tell you about the old Seikos and all of that, yeah, right? Yeah. All this year as well. Yeah. So it's been very entertaining as a watch enthusiast. Mm-hmm. It's, it was never dull, I, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It was all year round. So, so then next, the next question, right? What do you think it's better, right? Because all of this stands for um, hype, right? And yeah. the hype causes the price to go up, causes the grey market to go up and stuff. So can you argue in that fact that this hype is good for the watch industry, the watch enthusiast. It's a double-edged sword, right? right? Or, or does the hype bad? Without the hype, do you think the likes of the Rolex Omega and everybody, the brands would put up this amount of effort that they did for 2021? Ah, right. That's an interesting thing to ponder upon. I, I think I'll go without the hype. Without the hype? Yeah, I think I'll go without the hype and, mm-hmm. and keep the, the hobby niche mm-hmm. and keep it to, to the niche group. And mm-hmm. yeah, so because... I don't see the upside of the hype. It it spurred more um, price hikes on, on, on the mm-hmm. well-known brands, so mm-hmm. I, I don't see how it benefits us. <laughs> they, they so that's the thing, right? I I it's it's a question that I have in a lot of my other hobbies as well, mm-hmm. right? Keyboards, yeah. vinyl, yeah. and everything. Yeah. So there's always two two sides of the story. So for example, if I take vinyl, for example, mm-hmm. without the hype of vinyl. Um, records, uh, 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 the 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 prices of records that was not repressed mm-hmm. and so on will continue to be high. Yeah. Right. But with the hype of um, vinyl, 
you will get many many different repressors and and uh, what's that called the quality depreciate and, and so on so there's always two sides of things yeah. you 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 get um you get a, a positive and a negative side and stuff like that so and you can say that without all this hype certain vinyl press factory will no longer cease, cease to exist because there's no yeah. uh, not enough uh the, i mean the, the the enthusiast is alone is not enough to, to sustain mm. all this Right, so in the watch world, mm. is there an equivalent story yeah. of this? Right, the, 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 because if Rolex and stuff will probably still survive, right? Yeah. Micro brands yeah. and so on, they benefited from all this as well, right? Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, so it uh, depends how you look at it. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I think that's a valid argument mm. to be yeah. said about that. Mm. Uh, I think without that vacuum that was created by the hype, mm. uh, there will be less attention on the smaller brands, yeah. which would then mean that they will probably not have been able to sell anyway. But I think there is a case to be made, but and, and so I think the downside of hype is not so much that it shines a light on the industry and therefore brings more people mm. into the hobby. I think ultimately it's about some sort of an equilibrium that we're kind of looking for that mm. seems to be an impossibility mm. at the moment where as an enthusiast, you know why you want to get something mm. and you're priced out of it where someone who has no appreciation for it, mm. to your point, yeah. the real appreciation mm. is buying it now well, mm. and all of that. And we are then looking at these other brands that are trying to fill up that gap, right? That's mm. where the micro brand space is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But, I don't know. I yeah, think. But to the regular collectors, I mean, like new to the hobby, mm. I mean, if, if, if the hype of all these like Rolexes continue to go up, does it actually translate to more people? There'll be more people wanting to know more about watches, but does that necessarily drive them towards the micro brands, cause cause they will still just look at the Rolex, right? Cause yeah, cause yeah. no, it's, a, it's the likes of us, like The likes of us will, will will deviate and give up on Rolex and give up on all this because of all those prices, and we'll look into micro brands, right? So it's it's in the way, um, it spawns a whole new segment, um, within mm. the watch industry, okay, right? But it's a good or bad thing. Um, I'm fifty fifty on it to be honest. Mm. Right. It's it's a fair point. Uh, I only think the the argument will become in full when the micro brands start pricing themselves at the level where the main brands are. I think there's a cycle. There's, there's, there's a cycle that will yeah. go. There's I think, new micro brands. Yeah. <laughs> so I think at the moment, like the, the place where I like to operate is at prices where you can't get an equivalent from a design or innovation mm-hmm. perspective, right? From any big brand, mm-hmm. right? And you can find them in the micro brands. And it takes some searching because it's not so easy to find those, right? a lot more homages and all of that. So, mm. and it takes a certain type of enthusiast to even want to get that. And I don't think the, I've, a part of me maybe ideologically feels that if you're into this hobby enough, you would have gotten those anyway mm, because yeah. they were priced so much lower yeah. uh, that you don't think about it like you would, let's say like a Zenith that you have to spend like 20k for, right? 20, 30k for, or a Omega you have to spend that amount of money. And this is like a quarter of it. And you go like, actually, I don't mind, it's fun, it looks yeah. cool. Mm. Yeah. So I feel the enthusiast space and the micro brand space has this synergy that mm. exists mm. that the hype itself just made us look at them a bit more. Yeah. Uh, but I think it would have a symbiotic sort of relationship there anyway. Yeah. It's just that the it's all creeping up. Mm. So yeah. I think it will become a problem. Like right now it's not maybe it's in this strange equilibrium, right? But I think in a one year's time, let's say, right? All the macro brands start moving prices up to the point where 
you start to wonder, is this still going to be worth buying or not, mm. right? Mm. I think that's going to be an unsustainable uh, problem yeah. to be mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, So that's the reality. I think to your point as well, if you had to, if you're not into watches, right, you're not going to buy what I'm wearing right now. Mm. It's like, what right. is this, right? Mm. Um, I've never heard of it. And yeah. if I wear it, there's no status involved in mm. it. There's no mm. value retention. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't know. I've, it's mm. a very valid point though, that mm. there is some level of appreciation of other brands now mm. because of the unobtainium of the major brands. Yeah. Mm. But whether that would drive the spending of money, mm. I think that's a very difficult nuance to mm. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I think to maybe like those of us around the table, it probably would make us look more there. Mm. But we are a minority. Right? Yeah. We're yeah. a small minority yeah. of, Definitely. The, of the enthusiast group. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't push that much more, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, right. The hype is making the price go up like crazy. Yeah. It drives us to look at all these other brands more, mm-hmm. but not that much more. And we would have looked at them anyway. And we looked at them yeah. anyway, and we would decide: is it worth the money? Yeah, you know? and yeah. we make our decisions then. Yeah. Uh, so it's a tough one. I think it makes us look a bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's the tipping point. You know, it's like yeah. you're there, and then it's like ah, heck it, you know, I can't even get one yeah. anyway, so I'm gonna yeah. get this one. So yeah. there is an argument for the tipping yeah, point. Fair, fair, yeah. Fair. yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, like, so the next thing we talk about. What do you think the outlook of watches will look like, right? Do you think all this will continue to happen? Um, the grey market will continue to, to go up and, and, and so on. Yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on that? The the, the, the theme of colours, will they continue? Green, Tiffany blue. Green. What is the next colour? What's right? the new green? Yeah, what's the new green? Right. Yeah. So I think uh, it's actually not gonna cool. Mm. Um, if you reflect uh, I actually have an inflection point that I point to about where all this started and mm. it was oral bags at the Philips watch auction Paul Newman Daytona mm. that's what mm. created a wave of interest in a segment of the market mm. that was initially niche yeah. and suddenly everybody's looking for old Rolexes hiding in sofas and all mm. that right mm. this recent Patek is another line in the sand mm. where it shows you the hype is really there it's heating up still I think 2022 is just going to write a lot more into brands trying to figure out, okay, how do I create that hype for mm. my brand? Mm. And so they're going to write on anything hot. So I won't be surprised if we see a few more Tiffany blue watches mm-hmm. from brands next year, just to write on this hype temporarily, right? Because that is just so hot at the moment. Like that's probably the most expensive OP that you can get on the green market. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, but they just sold for $6 million. So mm. technically, if uh, AP does yeah. One like that, yeah. Might sell out. Probably, know. yeah, yeah. So if AP, you're looking for a a um a marketing team, yeah. uh, you <laughs> <laughs> four of us here can easily do yeah. the job, right? Yeah. So, oh, and, but you want to do yeah. it fast, yeah. so it's you it's get it out relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Before you, everyone says that you are just following, yeah, and, yeah. and all of that. So, mm-hmm. um, it's just, yeah, it's kind of a shame. It's a kind of shame. Hot, hot and lazy. Yeah, going hand in hand. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not what you want to hear. As, yeah. a, as a hobbyist, right? You know? So, so I mean, but but then again, right? It is always easy to judge from this end, and always easy to yeah, to, yeah. to pinpoint and so on. But as a brand, you what do you expect them to do? Yeah, we do ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So, I can't blame them for it. So that's why I'm hoping that they do that and something else. So yeah. It's a bit like uh, I'm gonna do this to to feed the hype, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna do this for the enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna do this for the people that know what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. The sad, the thing about what I realize the likes of Patek do is actually they do that mm. and they're very clever about doing that. So even for all the 
accusations are true about them doing the Tiffany mm. one, right? Quietly, they're doing things like uh, you know releasing more complicated watches on the mm. side, uh, doing mm. an RD two stuff like that. You know, it's like all like AP is doing that as well, like thinner, much thinner watches. They're they're doing that for a different group of people, mm. but they are always gonna push that one thing that the hype market will snap on. Yep. So it's whether or not they're going to do both. Mm-hmm. I think they, as businesses, mm-hmm. you kind of have to ride the hype. Yeah. Because you want to build a war chest of cash, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're going to ride it as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. But what sends the signal to the rest is, I'm still going to push mm-hmm. R&D forward and I'm going to do that. So that will be what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, so do you think that um, the, this in a way the grey dealers do they play a big part in this? And in, in the way that them, or this is what we think, or I think at least, with the great dealer acquiring certain watches on the back end deal and so on, how does this play a part? Does this even make the hype even worse? Or does this even ruin the, the, the in a way, other people's spare chance in getting it? How does this play a part? At least in the Asia region, that we can see that we are very likely um, yeah. confirm that there's a lot of shady back end deals <laughs> yeah. going on yeah. and so on. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, it's basically an ecosystem, right? Mm-hmm. So you need both parties to play ball and then it happens. So mm-hmm. right now both parties are playing ball. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of spoke about this in previous episodes yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, when the brand makes a stand and makes sure that they, they do it right, then then this will all go away. Like. But as of now, yeah, the the, the grey market is not going away. Yeah. So yeah, but like so with the grain market not going away, then feeding the hype and everything, um, and if you go the other way around, what do you think the outcome would be? Say Rolex come in and says like, all right, I'm clamping down on your AD license. Yep. If I see any back end deals going on, yep. I would remove the license. If I see some one person with the same ID buying um, multiple instances of the same model, I will remove the AD license. What? Where are we looking at? Do we see a price drop? Do we see? Yeah. I actually don't see a price drop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually don't even, I think I've mellowed my stance on green, green sellers because mm. I feel they are just like, you correctly it's part of the ecosystem. Yeah. Like, they are there because there's an opportunity yeah. for money to be made. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, and because the brands are not making that money, they rather make it while the supply and demand mm-hmm. is there. Yep. And as long as the demand is there, the supply will eventually feed in. Yep. So your question is about, what if the brand gets involved in controlling supply, right? which is what we kind of want them to do. Yeah. I think what's going to happen is the price is not going to come down, but rather it's actually going to go up, but it's controlled by the brand itself, mm. meaning the brand will raise the prices themselves. Because, I mean, if you run a business, right, and you produce something, let's say this is worth, you, you sell it for 100 bucks, and someone else is selling it for 200, right? At some point, you will say that, can I just make 150 out of yeah. this instead of 200? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so the price, I don't think, will come down so mm. much. It's actually still seeking for equilibrium, mm. price equilibrium. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's more like how greedy will the brands want to be yeah. uh, in taking money from the market? So, so to um, me, right, I, I, I'm looking at this in, in, like, in a way that, um, because to me, I am very open about this. Like, I, I am okay with grey dealers, right? I'm okay with flippers and so on because it's, uh, like you mentioned, willing buyer, willing seller, mm. and it is you you own the product, you have every right to do so. Yep. But yep. my issue with it is the 
how to say the lack of transparency between acquiring um, such product what are your criteria to get so yeah. and some people were able to bypass that yeah. right so for me is looking at fair chances yeah. and with fair chances happen um, my sense is or my take is the price will taper down or will maintain or will not go up that high because like I if I were to throw in a number, mm. I would say in Southeast Asia at least, right, probably be like maybe fifty percent of the um, stock allocation that's going around, it's directly done back end deal without a even public a even, yes yeah. without even me uh, yeah oh, happening. Yep. But if if a customers buy from Rolex and then sell it to a great dealer that has every right to do so yeah. and so does Rolex has every right to ban that person so I think that yeah. is fair yeah. right but what's not fair is that um, that bypassing yeah. of it Definitely. that is tricky right? yeah I, I rather live in a world where you know Rolex ups their prices mm. and lets people get it fairly, straight. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, like you know, first come first serve mm. I mean you can have a wait list mm. if you say that you can even have yeah. an interest list but you say that alright yeah. this person spends more than you I give it to that person but you cannot buy multiple model of the same watch and so on that is also okay because if, yeah. if the demand is so high I don't see how else they can yeah. allocate this properly yeah right yeah it's just a lack of transparency right mm. you go into a Rolex store and you you, you, you even feel shy to ask I think that's yeah. wrong yeah, yeah. Mm. You don't even feel like a customer. Uh, like yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> feel ashamed to ask. Ex excuse me. Yeah. You want to sub? Right. Are you really asking me yeah, for a sub? Like, were you born yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, you shouldn't even ask. It, it shouldn't like, be like that, right? I mean, yeah. It shouldn't be like that. For 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 everything that Rolex is, yes, you know. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then 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 again, I I uh, if you play it the other way around, why it comes to this sense as well, is because um like more of the Western country um they they if there is transparency, you're gonna have another problem as well, right? Because it's like, no, it's like, I am a willing buyer, it's like, you need to sell me my product, and you need to have a, a fair weight list and, and so on like that. That's why I think a lot of ADs are choosing to be anonymous or to be ambiguous, to avoid all this customer complaint as well. So they are actually in a very, very tough spot. If I were to, I, I thought about this a lot of time, and if I were Rolex, I honestly would have a very, very difficult time yeah. um, solving this, to be honest. I think there's one solution that I never thought of before, right? But I think because immersing in the technologies a little mm. bit more, the whole idea of NFTs might <laughs> actually be a solution for the future because what you're going to be able to do is just trace who owned the watch yeah. for a period of time and yeah. where that ownership went mm. to, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a difficult thing for these big brands to do. Ultimately, you're just saying, where is it going? Mm. And it's okay to let it be. But ultimately, because NFTs allow that level of transparency, mm. and it's the market transparency anyway. Mm. So even if the trading happens, right, mm. and just who that transfers yeah. to. Yeah. It's just a law. It's just a law. And I think that may be the answer that helps finds, finds us a bit more parity in the market. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. you're just having an open law what, what transactions happen. Mm. That's true. That's um, true. In the past, I think it was privacy laws and all of that, mm -hmm. right? But I think if mm -hmm. people embrace the idea that this is really just an uneditable log mm -hmm. of yeah. where it came from, who, who owned it, and things like that, you will find the serial flippers almost immediately just, yeah. just doing that. Definitely. You will see that this uh, grey dealer A yeah. has like 
20 submariners from, and so uh, on. Yeah. From uh, Mr. Rene, for example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then tomorrow he has none. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day he has three. Which, which is a very good idea. Right. Yeah. 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 So, Rolex, if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah, we told you, you should hire us. <laughs> oh, man. I'll do the marketing one because that's the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, I think let's. let's Let's dive in a bit and let's go to the next topic. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the wash journey, right? What are your, um, like your, take your your achievement or something that you highlight for the year of twenty twenty? What are you proud of? Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Sorry. Twenty twenty one. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. For for me, I don't, I'm not sure if it's something to be proud of, but yeah, it's, it's spectacular. It is. It's it is. Spectacular. Yeah, it's, it's something it's a, you're proud of, right? It's a it's a milestone. It's a reward. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, no, nothing much happened in the year, and then it kind of felt like everything got pent up, and then, yeah, yeah just, just <laughs> at the end, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, just, just, just like was it two weeks. Yeah, it's just about two weeks ago that I, I also got the um, JLC uh, small seconds tribute in, in blue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and what sealed my fate was the uh, mistake of seeing it in person because yeah. I've seen it in pictures, and I think over the past episodes when when they released it, I said like, hey. It's a really nice watch and I always wanted a reversal. Um, but you know, there, there were a few things that I was worried that would not fit me yeah. for the watch. And, and when I saw it in person, after James got his, uh, pretty much the, the next two, within the next two days, I, I went and uh, ordered, ordered my home. So, so that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, def- I mean, definitely a milestone. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, to, to kind of I'll uh, use the excuse of celebrating a new and, job. And, and not to mention, well. right? It's a very we, we we the rest of us has given him a very strategic um, use case <laughs> to buy it because if he did not, JLC would have increased the price oh, by yeah. like ten percent or so yeah. in first of January. So right. you save money yeah. and you're yeah. welcome. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's that's that. I mean, I would I'd be lying if say that was not one of the driving driving factors. Um, and and yeah, so for for all you guys listening out there, uh, s- still a few few more days left in the year, <laughs> in the year and, for you to put it on. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently, at least in Malaysia, this somehow would maybe be a boutique only colorway. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So entire tribute line will go to yeah. boutique yeah. only. So I guess I don't know. You've heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. if it comes true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If it doesn't, uh, I, yeah. we're not responsible. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and for those of you who like the watch, but never seen it in person, I urge you to go yeah, see yes. it. Definitely, Cause, Actually, yes. yeah. Because what we found is that, um, you know, you can snap a lot of pictures of it. The the the, the, the color just doesn't come out. Yeah. Right, and it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't do justice to what it is. And I have to say that applies to all the reversal small second tribute. Mm. Yeah. Um, be it the green be it the blue, be it the burgundy, you yeah. actually just have to see it in person because yeah. the colour changes under different light and yeah. you will find a tone that will really appeal to you. So yeah. even the one that both of them have, all the pictures will reveal a tinge of purple. I assure you, <laughs> in sunlight and under these sort of white lights, right, it turns, uh, I think your words was almost an electric yeah. dark blue, yeah. right? Yeah. And you see no hint of purple whatsoever. Yeah. It's it's amazing that, that yeah. you have a watch that has like yeah. chameleon-like behavior. In, and if I can summarize it in one sentence, I say it's a it's a dial that never looked the same twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Yeah. All right, uh, Renee and Woody, I'll take last right? because I think I think mine is the <laughs> last. I have a lot of tell. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take last. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what watch is showing in twenty twenty one? Huh? You're asking me what watch is showing. Yeah, I mean, like, what's your highlight? What what? What's yeah. my highlight? I only yeah. got one watch, by the way. Yeah, and, and it was an impulse purchase as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because 2021, I was like focusing on 
I'm trying to collect some guitars yeah. for myself. Yeah. So I didn't really want to spend on John Mayer guitars? And then last minute, mm-hmm. last minute, I think I think it was triggered by both of you. you know? yeah, it, I think it was two, epi- two episodes ago. It was the Infinity War. And then you triggered me. We were talking about long story short. We were talking about the inevitable um, reduction of discounts and inevitable price hikes. Just, just before yeah. that, before even before that. Oh really? I, I forgot what was our topic at that time. Yeah. And I mean, I think we briefly discussed about this. Uh, Zen uh, Chronomaster yeah. Epimero for twenty twenty one, and the Zeton as well. We briefly discussed yeah. it, and I did more research researches about it. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of Instagram posts. <laughs> Until I decided I, I like this, because I, I like. You decided I like, that you like yeah, it. No, because I like I like the fit of Woody's watch. Yeah. You know? But but you always like, like the design. I, I always like yeah, the, yeah. the primary design. The day you met me, also you already said that you liked it, so it was not something new. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not something new. But I I'm just waiting for a, a yeast watch yeah. because I, I don't mm. want to spend so yeah. much for a brand new. Yeah. So so how much watch. of it do you think was associated with the impending price hike that drove you to buy it? Fifty percent. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right half. Right. So I mean, I I know I really wanted. I just needed someone to push me. Oh yeah, you pushed you hard. <laughs> I mean, I I I'll be lying if you say it wasn't the same for me as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, it it is a good price. Thinking about what might happen come yeah. January first, and then. But but so the next one, do you regret it? No. Yeah, exactly. Not for a second. I mean, but if you do, feel free to say as well, so yeah, we know what to no, do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't regret it at all. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen his watch in person mm. before I bought it. I saw the the uh, reverse panda mm-hmm. one. Yeah. But this is the classic yeah. design, mm-hmm. right? the black color design. So. Mm-hmm. So even when you ordered it, you didn't get to see it in person. No. Wow, that's a real leap of faith then. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why but I, saw the, I saw a lot of videos of it and I saw yeah. how it fits yeah. uh, other uh, YouTubers with small rest. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think it will fit me as well. Which is, w- I think, where we, we also mentioned in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, viewing the watches beforehand has somehow become a luxury. Very difficult to do so. That's why like the lights of... Um, Han would have to come to my place yeah. to look at the watch that I buy before making yeah. this decision. Yeah. Right. Which is um if anything that I would like the brand to change is please have more display model. Yeah. You don't have to sell it but let someone try it. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of my watches, GMT, uh the mm. ceramic and stuff, I was just fortunate enough to view it beforehand mm. because uh, my dealer allowed me to view someone's watches that was pre-allocated. Mm. Without for that Probably will not. Eh? Even this is not in the GLC boutique. Uh, not the blue. Oh, even the blue is not available. I saw the green only. Mm. But I saw the I saw the blue in the the dual face yeah, in yeah, hourglass. Yeah, yeah. But the but the green is not. It's it's just for display, right? They they don't sell it. No, they don't sell it. No, they don't sell yeah. it. Just for display, mm. right? So at least you can see the green one. Mm. Right? Yeah. I think that's a very good point mm. for to segue into mm. mine because I just on that point I just reflected mm. <laughs> three watches that yeah. I bought this year. I bought all three sight unseen. Mm. So um, yeah. it was the that electric green G Shock. Mm-hmm. I bought, committed to it by just looking at the pictures, looking at the measurements, yeah. and all mm-hmm. of that. Um, the Seiko Alpinist limited edition. I committed to the dealer that I'd be serious about it without actually seeing it as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and even this one, because this one is a micro brand that was yeah. releasing it, right? You yeah. no way to There's get no it. Way, yeah. No way to get it. So all three of them, I actually went sight unseen, which is a very 
difficult decision to make. You, you take a chance, uh-huh. it might actually backfire. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, and I won't advise it on any of anybody yeah. else. In fact, yeah. if you have a chance, although it's a luxury, you mm-hmm. should aim to try and mm-hmm. at least get hands-on with it, be it through somebody yeah. or yeah. a dealer but, or a yeah. reseller. But, but, but your Seiko Ellie's wouldn't backfire though. Let's say let's say if you didn't like it, I guess I guess you could always sell it. Yeah, yeah I guess. But, yeah. yeah, so I, I, I took a leap of faith for all three watches. Mm-hmm. I don't regret any of them yeah. uh, in, in that sense. But it's a risk that you mm-hmm. have to take and it's a very good yeah. point. So I think my own journey, I think, it has the the way the the watch world has become, and I think in a way I also feel I've got way too many, right? So it's, you're starting to look for unique pieces mm-hmm. already, like something like that will complement or is different enough in the collection that on one fine day when you're feeling a different mood, mm-hmm. you pick it up. Yeah. So everything that I picked up this year was a bit of that. This I actually committed to this watch first, mm-hmm. and this I thought would be the bookend of the year. Yeah. And famous last words, I said that, and I think it was the day right after that, that was announced. The Seiko Alpinist yeah. was announced. Um, the Ginza. Yeah, the Ginza was announced, and I'm like, oh crap, I have to eat my words immediately, uh, <laughs> right after that. So, um, so I dare not say it again, and I, this, that, that this will be the, the end. <laughs> so, uh, so two what, more weeks left. Yeah, there's two more weeks left. Uh, what I now say, <laughs> so this is how I, I've decided to work moving forward, what it will mean, right? is I'm making a slow exit, temporary exit out of the watch world, mm-hmm. meaning I'm still going to enjoy looking at watches, yeah. looking at, mm-hmm. you know, experiencing all of it, but the purchasing may taper already. Mm-hmm. Um, still I make it a point, I think James and I have this problem, right? Make it a point that you look at the collection, it's like, okay, I can sell this now. It's really hard. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, yeah, so, I can sell any of my watches. Yeah, so I can't, I think until that point, it's going to be very difficult, but yeah, that's been my journey. I've been looking for unique things, which is why I went crazy green with uh, G-Shock, a mm-hmm. uh, modern mm-hmm. screen. Um, yeah. Completely left-handed for mm-hmm. this 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 piece. Um, com- uh, like a nearly Grand Seiko-esque mm-hmm. type of uh, dial design for something else. Just, just looking for interesting stuff that may not be too out there. It's just operating on the borderline of mainstream, but not too far out there. Yeah. 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 So that's been mine for 2021. But but to to talk about a point that's like when you talk about say um you don't really lose out on the the Ginza, mm. but the thing is your um you t- you lose out on time and opportunity mm. because mm. during the course when you when you when you committed to the Ginza yeah. and another watch may release and you decide to let that go, mm. that watch may actually be the better one of it. So fair, the opportunity cost is there lot, right? Mm. Yeah. So I don't know my if if I can with VR or AR or something like that, if they can make it very, very accurate, that may be a solution. But you still can't feel and stuff which is different, mm-hmm. but it's something. Yeah. You right? still probably wouldn't get that blue, right? Yeah, <laughs> probably won't. Somehow. Right? Probably won't. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, that, that yeah. they really need more display watches. Oh, just give a watches without movement. Right. I think you have that on Formula yeah. 24, right? That, 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 that overlay. Oh, really? Yeah, but it doesn't feel quite right. I yeah. think no matter what, it just doesn't feel yeah. like. Yeah. Like, no matter how they've done that, right? They would never have shown you yeah, what you saw. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But let me not take it. The main star of this particular question is really. <laughs> so, so you got, you got the second half yeah. of the episode right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so, the meaning yeah. right here. So, I will sum it up in, in one word is crazy or insane. <laughs> like how my watch journey has been for 2021, right? Um, well, it's, it's also fortunate that uh, I was. Um, I would say transition. I mean, in, in the point of my career, there is a um, stable or a point of career that I can 
have um, extra spending on these luxury purchases and so on. Um, and things just got out of hand, right? And why it got out of hand is, is also due to my own fault that I am very formal, right? <laughs> like, yeah, because of all certain things that comes up and with, with how the, 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 the industry is right now, if you don't pounce on certain opportunity, you yeah. missed it out, right? So to me, it's yeah. like, um, I mean, think, thinking like looking at Renee mm. as well, how much things you've missed out, that is one of the motivation to buy stuff, right? So, right. So to me, it's like, if anything I see, right? <laughs> if anything I see, the lesson learned is if you have the capability, you buy first and think later. Right, that's at least at least for me, like, that's how the I bubble work. burst, right? right. No, then uh, you have to live with it, right? That's the calculated risk. That this you is not have. financial yeah. advice, guys. Yeah. <laughs> not sound financial yeah. advice, anyway. Yeah, not so, sound. I mean, yeah. the hobby itself is not a sound. So it's like it started out with like the the Tudor, the Chrono, right? The Batman Chrono, which come out with like a very to me, I said it's a very nice new new vintage kind of vibe and everything, right? It's pretty unique. Um, and it's not a, a carbon copy of like a Daytona. It's, 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 it, yeah. it stands out on its own, right? Yeah. So I got that. Next thing you know, one week later, the ceramic release. I was like, I oh, mean, you gotta put a gap on your release date, guys. Like, That's way too fast. That was one week. Yeah, it's one week. Literally, it's one week. After our podcast, I immediately know. That's like I was telling, I was telling Han. I remember I was telling Han and, and Woody. It's like. I don't know. It's like yeah. I always wanted an all black watch, right? Yeah. I wanted like if I would say that the if, about that. Yeah. Yeah. if the Seamaster wow. Professional three hundred ceramic yeah. uh was all black I mean it was smaller, it was yeah. it was not forty three millimeter, I probably would have gotten it, right? Because I really wanted an all black watch. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. But the the metas was quite nice and everything. Then I just went and looked at it. And it's like oh like you say, it's a mistake. Yeah, Mistake, like, yeah Tudor yeah. was testing how deep your pockets yeah. were. I look at it. And it's in fact deep. Yeah, and it, <laughs> when I look at it, it's like, that ceramic bezel was just unique, right? Typically, yes. you see uh, either a, a Pelagos type of ceramic, which is like muted, yeah. or a Rolex kind of ceramic, which, which is, is really super shiny, glossy. Yeah. And this is like, right unique. in between. Yeah. It's right in between. And, the, and one thing I noticed in this year, I really, really like, um, things that has light play in it. Oh, yeah. The ceramic yeah. is one Sunburst. of those. Right, sunburst, yeah. the ceramic, even the Corona, it all yeah. has very, very nice light play in it. Yes. Yes. Which, which going back to what we were talking about yeah. before, can only really be appreciated yes. in person. In person. Yeah. Yeah. The pictures don't do it justice yeah. at all. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if you have not seen the ceramic in person as well, go nice. see it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the, it. It's just like, I mean, a lot is love at first sight. And, and I, I have seen both ceramic and the Corona, and I look, it's like, all right, I'm just gonna buy it first and I'll see how it goes. So that happened. And then the Ming happened, Ming 1709. Yeah. Uh, Ming 1709 is together with the Chrono, I believe. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. our plan, right? Yeah. It was, oh, yeah, like it was our plan for you as well. Yeah. Five, you just thought about it for five minutes. And yeah. You just it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was influenced by me too, by the way. Yeah. We were all together when the yeah. session yeah. happened, actually. Yeah. yeah. So no, I regret it. <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. 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 So when, when Ming happens, it was the first Ming that has a time limited. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've tried gotten two Mings before, the Diver and another one I can't remember. Mm -hmm. And I didn't manage to get it yeah. right, because they were all limited. And to me, it's like, uh, it fits the collection at that point of time. So those I were first come, first serve? Uh, yeah, yeah, the previous, previous one. Yeah, limited yeah. number. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then to me, it's yeah. like, I, I needed a blue dog. I don't need it. I want a blue dog. <laughs> yeah. uh, and having a Ming in the collection fulfills the purpose of having a, a legit Malaysian brand in yeah. the collection. Yep. So to me, it's like, same thing. If I miss this opportunity, I can't get it again. Yep. Yeah. Right, so yeah. bye. Then I say, you know, Corona release again. It's like, and the same thing I remember in the, the, the podcast that we talk about as well, I say I always wanted a Corona. Yeah. Right, yeah. because to me, uh, I'm very biased with um, all things Japan, it's, right? It's, it's almost like you're living in a simulation. Right. Like the Matrix, you know? I was like, right. actually, one another, another is like, <laughs> I was like, I literally got overwhelmed, you know, it's like, it's oh like, my god, wow. this, 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 everybody's putting me in the left, right direction. Yeah. It's like, yeah. shit. Now that you're saying it like that, yeah. it's either the world is like, just so coincidental or yeah. or you're just gonna buy anything anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and, and, and to me you can you can say like a little bit kiasu right yeah, at that yeah. point it's like shit i i don't i don't want to deal with the thought that two years later i regret yeah. not getting this so i was like i was buy really also yeah. i was pretty close on the corona as well i would yeah. have to say i was i was on the fence mm. uh maybe it, was, it wasn't for the main question yeah. <laughs> it, it, maybe if i didn't bought the main i would have bought the corona yeah. maybe. but he doesn't regret it that's the I did try to get the, yeah. the, the Tiffany Blue <laughs> The Tiffany Blue Corona I did yeah. try to get that one but yeah, yeah. 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 So after the Corona I, And to be honest um, If I were to look back on all of this The Corona was The Corona and the ceramic Was my highlight purchase mm. Right to me the, the, the ceramic was the watch Currently it beats the GMT AD as in the, the watch that got the most risk time for me. Mm. It's I mean the, the strap could be better, but that's my personal preference. I don't like rubber, right? Mm. And the Corona was a eye opening experience. Mm. Oh, yeah. Right. Boxing in yeah, yeah. 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 Boxing and to me it's like it, it's sort of um, in a way the catalyst that made me um, if you if you follow the channel, it is the one that kickstarted on the frequent posting on it every week. Mm. It's the one that really kickstarted it mm. and, and really um, in a way, uh, the push for me to, to put more content out there and yeah. that's one. And greatly, it was also recognized by uh, Mr. Hajime, uh, Asoka, uh, I, I hope I don't pronounce the name yeah, wrongly. Asoka. Yeah, but yeah, I recognize that and I'm officially one of the uh, Corona contributor for yeah. 2022, right? Yeah. Which yeah. Um, I will be getting. The uh, Kurono Grand Hakane, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Fit. This is supposed to be the large watch, and I got that. Yeah. And on top of that, um, you can say that I'm either very fortunate or unfortunate. Uh, AP Malaysia called me, and they offered me a uh, a Royal Oak Chronograph in grey, thirty-eight millimeters. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> who on who in the right mind? Yeah. would pass on on that yeah. right mm-hmm. and and then the thing just went on and on and I got an engagement watch and then yeah. you know, I'm probably buying a, a watch for my mom this uh, <laughs> Sunday as well yeah. and but all, all in all I would say that I'm extremely grateful very very grateful to be in this position and to be in there and hopefully um, uh, it gives more um, reason for me to enjoy the watch and more reason yeah. for, for me to do this and more reason for to put out more content yeah more content up. for you guys <laughs> <laughs> exactly. but yeah it's, it's been it's been crazy I never 
yeah. thought it would be like that, right? It's so crazy. There's more than my whole watch collection. Journey. Living in the matrix. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Right? I, I, I guess I chose the right pill. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it yeah. was just crazy. And, and I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited and at the same time worried about 2022. Okay, okay just cool down. Just please cool down. Right. Whatever I, makes you happy. Yeah, yeah. Can, you know. Can, huh? yeah. yeah, as we already said, it's just yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking about that, um, it just triggered a thought in me as well about the fact that um, the fact that we all hang out like this, we do the podcast, we mm. share content. Yeah. If 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 we didn't do all of this, I probably wouldn't have gotten to make. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, you can look at it at the good or bad side. Yeah, it <laughs> but is. Am I happier about the whole hobby thing? I think yes, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it, it, it does, you know, we, we, we do share the content with the, with the wider audience as well. So I yeah. think um, if you ask me, it's overall, it's a, it's a very good uh, experience. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, as long as we are all spending within our means. Yes. You know? yes. Responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. And, and I put it this way, right? Um, it's something I thought sort about as well, right? You can say another benefit of all this hype, it at least for me, right? My personal experience, it removes the hesitation for me to buy a watch because I know the fallback of it is I will just sell. Right? I mean to me it's like, oh, I can't view the watch, it's limited, buy first, think later. Mm. So it depends how you look at it, it's good yeah. or bad. The good of it is as a financial standpoint of it. You do gain in this aspect. Yeah. It's like, all right. Only but, if the watch but, is Yeah, only if the watch is hype though. Yeah. I mean, like, not all watches are like that. Right? True, yeah. true. But I mean, like, the, because, I mean, put it the other way around, like, the non hype watches yeah. will not um, yeah. create any urgency for you to no. buy it, anyways, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because any other watch you put in the wrist, the next day the price is yeah, basically the day two onwards. Right? Yes, yeah. yes. It's just very hard to resist if you think about it, right? Once you're in the know and you're in the camp capability to buy right this market just feeds itself <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah you know which ones are going to be hype and yeah. therefore if you snap on that very quickly right you know you're going to be okay value retention wise mm. as well short term and short term yeah. and so and that's why i feel that hype's not going to go because mm. in yeah. that sense more and more people are getting more informed on things exactly like this, right. and therefore it's just going to yeah. create that cycle for a yeah. while more to come yeah so i think you're absolutely right you know it's like by being a bit more formal, you actually will pick the ones yeah. that will kind of retain its value anyway, so mm. you can't really make that miss. Yeah. So-called mistake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as you make the decision quick enough, meaning yeah. like yeah. you try it and it's like, okay, maybe I made a mistake, mm. so yeah. I move it on, right? Mm. Uh, but you have the means to do it, so yeah. and the knowledge to do it as well. Like if you tell someone who's not in the watch space like we are, right, mm. and you say like, you know, I can pay like a Rolex, I can get it, let's say 20,000 cents, should I buy it? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, 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 and then uh, and, and I guess in today's world with all the technology and all the information we have readily available at our fingertips, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't take a, a new hop. Well, I don't want to say hobbies, but anyone who wants to know about all these things, desktop right. research like half a day, they know yeah, they, what's they hot, what's not hot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they can just do the same decision, right? Yeah. So it, it it's it's uh yeah it's increased you... competition for us, correct? And and these people, you know. If we want to be sour about it, we'd be like, yeah, it's 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 not fair to people like us who like 
the appreciate it, appreciate right? It. Yeah, but yeah, you know, then again, it's an ecosystem. Yeah. So. It, it happens. It's not just the wash industry. Right? I mean, um, yeah, sneakers, and, yeah, um, anyone. I mean, to me, that's why I, I never blame grey dealers so on because yeah. you are only making a living, right? Yeah, to yeah, me, right. it's like it's if you see there's a, there's some way to make money yep. and it's legal and everything, to them is why wouldn't I do it? Yeah, correct. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. That's yeah. why I've always hit more at the brand itself. Yeah. Mm. I've never really mm. attacked the grey the grey sellers because to me it's like you're a part of the market that mm. the demand and supply is created. So yeah. I can't yeah. really blame you for it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at and I'm very selective of who I pick even as companies because if you look at it as publicly listed companies, you cannot help it. Mm. Right, but right. if you're a foundation owned company, yeah. right? It's a very different dynamic that's actually possible there. La. But again, ideologically idealistic thinking but yeah so Rolex AP Patek. Rolex AP Patek family yeah. own you know these, these are the ones that and they are flush right so they, these are the ones that can set the stage to right the market mm. and I'm kind of hoping against hope that they will because mm. that sends the right signal to the rest of the mm. world but do you think it'll happen? no Patek just proved me that it won't so yeah. that's why I've accepted that 2022 is going to be yet another very very hot year for right, guys prove Woody wrong guys yeah, um, and that's also <laughs> partially why I feel like I want to make a slow exit out because mm. I want to be able to enjoy this without feeling uh, angry with the mm, industry because yeah. it's it's brought me a lot of joy. You know, it's mm. met you guys. You know, we get to yeah. talk about it and all of that, right? But it's ultimately we do this because it's fun. Mm. Yes, um, and so I want to find a way to keep finding fun in this, right? Even if it means that I slow down on what I can acquire. Yeah. Although having said that, I should to something else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think what um, you what you mentioned is um, actually very, very relevant because I've known two friends yeah. that just recently told me it's like I'm in the watch fatigue right now. Mm. Because they and they, they have heavy heating pieces and so on. Mm. But they feel like they are being put in a position that um, in a way they are forced to continue chasing things like that and they could not keep up with it and they feel extremely tired mm. and so on yeah. and they feel that they have in a way um being uh, dragged in a place that they they are no longer able enjoy. to enjoy the watch mm-hmm. right so what that guy did he actually turned off um social media, social media. he closed all his heavy link pieces he just grabbed his seiko and his apple watch and then he just take some time off and then just like, all right why do I buy watches in the first place? Yeah. Right, and then it actually helped him to to really, um, sort of relocate that joy of watch collecting. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, interesting time ahead. Yeah. So what's in it for you in twenty twenty two? What are you looking? For? What what oh. is is there something you're oh, buying? Oh yes! Immediately, <laughs> I I I openly say this right. I'm the the two watch I mean the one watch that I'm very hoping to get. Yes. Okay, two. Two. Wait, wait. Okay, hold on. The 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 sub, the uh one two four oh six oh. That's something that I hopefully if I I think I played my cards right with um some purchase I did this year and hopefully it's enough. Um and if it's not I can conclude in 2022 that 
the game is uh, non-playable, it's rigged. <laughs> if it is, then I will share. I will openly share what is my journey to finally yes. acquire yes. a professional yeah. Rolex pieces. So, so either way, you will share it. Yes, yes. correct. Right. Right. If, right. if it doesn't, I will share what I was told, what I was being informed on how yeah. uh, the game works and why it doesn't work for me and so on. And bear in mind, the purchase I've made is very significant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Are you at all worried about losing your, let's say, perks if if you if you share it with the world? And no, I mean, to me, it's like I always say that if 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 I were to choose one Rolex um, that I can get, and that would be the only one, oh, so it would be the one two four six. So oh, not the Daytona, not the Pepsi, right. or anything. Alright, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> if I, I mean. I, I'm not gonna say the, the the place, the name, or everything. Okay, I'm not gonna okay. say that. So if they're going to ban me for that, then ban me, I guess. I don't think yeah. they, they should because yeah. I think it's a it's almost an open secret already yeah. at the moment. So, yeah. yeah, I just so, want to see whether it works. Yeah, see it works. <laughs> so, right, so that's what uh, you said two then three. Yeah. Yeah. So the second, uh, since as part of the Corona contributor for 2022, yeah. I oh. am hoping I'm yes. hoping yeah. they release the Corona chronograph again. Right, the third iteration of it, and that will be in my buy for sure. And I would have that is a, a complete Corona collection that I would have right. the classic, the Grand Series, and the, the Chronograph. Yeah, that is a, that is a nice collection to have. Right. So the main is last year or this year? No, last year. I mean, yeah, this year. Oh yeah, this year. Sorry. Yeah, yeah the main is this oh, year. Okay, so right. That, so that's, that's fine. Right. <laughs> and the third one that I will also hoping it will come, it's the Snoopy. Mm, okay. Right, there's no bill which I've played the deposit since last 2020, mm. 2020 October, mm. and hopefully it comes next year. Yeah, and I, that will be a piece to show off. Yeah, that's weird. I, yeah. I did walk into the, the Omega boutique and asked about yeah. it, and uh, apparently they said that uh, you need to have a historical yeah. purchase of like how, how much was it, like 100 or 150 yeah. thousand okay. with Omega, and then, at the and then yeah, at the boutique, must okay. be from boutique, yeah. and then you will be shortlisted. Um, I actually have a friend that yeah. did not spend that amount. He got it. Oh. But uh, from he, the boutique. From the boutique. Right. So he he um he made a good case for it. He showed the social media and everything. I see. And then yeah. his wife, his wife got him a um a Snoopy uh birthday cake. So it's the the watch case and everything. Right. Right. It looks super nice with the the watch case, the Snoopy, and then yeah. the watch and yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And he presented this like hey. This is how much I want the the, the watch, yeah, and right. and they actually give it to him. Yeah. So wow. to me, but but that's an outlier, right? Um. But to me, uh, I actually applaud what yeah, Omega is doing for this, you know, because yeah. the entire um journey for this, you have to go through a link. You have to fill this like I mentioned, right? The questionnaire yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. And you have to. They really. Um, really yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not perfect. It's right Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But they're doing something. Yeah. They're really yeah. doing something to give this to yeah. the right yeah. person. Yeah. And I think going back to the story you said, yeah. I think the, the greatest part of that is that it gives that person a story to tell. Yeah. And it's not just like, oh, I put my name on the wait list and yeah. uh, one month later I got it. Mm. Right? So, so this is like really mm. a, a story that he can tell right. some whoever it is, the lucky person that's going to mm-hmm. inherit it. So to, to me, I really applaud Omega for that because yeah. they didn't have to they didn't have to do it, right? Job, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> good. Yeah. So if if you want to offer like us for Omega Snoopy, um, yeah. sure. Yeah. 
We're more than happy <laughs> to <laughs> take it. Or Alex, if you want to take cues from Omega, I, I, we have stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's the uh, the main tree. For that, the main tree is uh, confirmed by if it happens, right? I would say, and then the right. the maybe by. The, the, you mean the other nine? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the What's maybe the buy was two. I confirmed it was two. Maybe buys, right? This is this is me. <laughs> this is me not knowing what other two door releases and stuff. Okay. I think they come yeah. out with like a, oh, a slim yeah. case GMT or Pelagos. Oh. I don't know what I'll do, but I will not think about it. I, know <laughs> I, I know what you'll do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the other two maybe maybe's are the uh, Defy Skeleton and the mm. uh, Cartier Santos in March. Mm. Yeah. Right. So these two are the maybe's. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, I think that that's from now. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> you see. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how about you? Oh, me. I, uh, For 2022. Yeah. The reversal, right? You know? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> reversal, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Okay. There's a, probably a new color coming next yeah. year. I, I think it's safe to say that all of us who saw the. Because none of us saw it in person before. Yeah. And when we saw it, I think we were, we, we're safe to say that all of us are, are pretty stricken by how, how yes. it looks. I, I actually didn't like it at first. Because I, I, I tried.